According to Mayo Clinic, low self-esteem impacts nearly every facet of a person's life, which would include their ability to learn. I find it so fascinating that one thing can have such a great impact on a, a person's life. Perhaps it's not so much, you know, self-esteem as it is self-compassion or the ability to cut yourself some slack and show yourself some grace. The reality is I know I'm not so great at doing that. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth with the Bob Pike Group. This is a creative training tip for you. Have you ever gone into that meeting and, and you stand up and you do your five-minute presentation and segment and you realize afterwards and you're sitting there thinking, oh, I should have done this or I should have said that or oh, why didn't I da 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 and we start beating ourselves up. I know I'm my biggest critic. In fact, I'm such a critic of myself sometimes that I know I don't even need somebody to give me feedback because I've already given it to myself seven times. And that happened time and time again until I had a, a fabulous coach in my life, Kate Larson, share with me the concept of self-compassion and the importance it is in our lives and how it can really dramatically increase your ability to learn as well as your ability to just function in your day-to-day -day work life and, and home life. So here are a few things that you could do today. And I want, as you're listening to this, to just think about which one will you start doing. Number one, you could cut yourself some slack that we already covered. Number two, use hopeful statements. So whether you're in the classroom or at work or at home, wherever you are, this can apply to you. But I'm going to focus on the whoever's in that room with you giving them statements to repeat throughout the course to help them be motivated. And for example, even though it's difficult, I can handle the situation. Even though this is hard, it's going to really help me with my next promotion. So really helping them to come up with, yes, admitting this, even though this is hard, and then giving that hope statement of it will be um, better, I can handle it, I can do this. Those types of statements can really help to move from hopeless to hopeful. Another one, three, when you're training others, give yourself some grace. I, I find that my negativity of myself can create a self-fulfilling prophecy. So if I start telling myself, oh, they don't like me or, oh, they're not laughing enough, you know what? It can become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Have you ever had an amazing session where everyone's just at rock and roll, you're on fire, and it's so great, and then you compare yourself to that in your next session, and people aren't laughing as much, and they're not as excited. You're like, what I have found time and time again is sometimes my worst quote-unquote presentations are my best because learners are emailing me saying, oh, my word, this made such a difference. And I think to myself, wow. And I, I was thinking how horrible I was doing and how it wasn't so great. So stop it. Stop shooting on yourself, meaning you should do this and you should do that. We don't want that self-fulfilling prophecy. Instead, give yourself a lot of grace and just move forward. And the fourth one, don't apologize for that which they may not notice. I've had so many opportunities to give this coaching to, to people in my life and Sometimes we walk in uh, a moment late because there was uh, something huge going on. And instead of being 12 seconds late and saying, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry I'm late, I just start writing, I'm so glad you're here and ready to rock and roll. Let's get going. Now, if I'm 10 minutes late, th then I probably need to apologize. But when it's just a few seconds or maybe you forgot to create a poster or a flip chart in advance. Well, guess what? That chart isn't the end of the world. I don't need to say, oh, I'm so sorry I didn't have this done. Guess what? They didn't know that it wasn't intended to be in the moment. So don't apologize for that, which they don't even know. 
Everyone makes mistakes and mistakes are not permanent, okay? And they are not a reflection, a permanent reflection of your character. We just want to make sure that they're just an isolated moment and we all have those moments. And the last one I'm going to share today is focus on that positive. I have a, an employee she is just so positive. I wish I could just bottle it and put it into myself and I'm happy. Don't get me wrong. And I'm positive, but not like her. She's like super positive woman. I, I love to see her in the classroom. Her learners just, instead of focusing on what she can't control, she focuses on the positive of the situation. Um, I, I had a trainer just recently. He was in um, a hotel doing a public course and a fire alarm went off and they told him, guess what? It's going to be a couple of hours. We can't have you back in here. Instead of focusing on what he couldn't do, he focused on the positive, said, great, we need some tables and a flip chart. Can we take them with us? Uh, since it's not impacting that area. They brought tables out, chairs out, a flip chart out, and he taught from outside for the next several hours. Focus on the positive. Focus on what you can do. Decide today what you're going to make a decision on in order to be that best you in the classroom. Reframe your thinking. If you want more on this, it's in my book, Creative Training, a Train the Trainer Field Guide. You can click on the link below for pre-orders and orders. Would love to have you learn more about this and the research behind it too. I'm Becky Pike-Pluth and this is a creative training tip for you to use immediately.